Hello everyone and welcome to the first official Food Review Club podcast yet to be named. So um, we probably should have named it before we started, but you know, that's this is how we roll. Um, so those of you that are watching on YouTube will see who I'm sat with now. Those of you that are listening, we, you might recognise this um, lady's voice. This is Jess. Hello, Hi. Jess. Hello. The official queen of Food Review Club. Yes, that's right. Yep. It wouldn't be right, Jess, starting without doing uh, the first podcast without having you on. Oh, thank you very much. What well, you are the number one wanted uh, guest, so here you are. Yeah. <laughs> and it was quite easy to book you as we are husband and wife team. Yes, I'm available when you are. Yes. Are you going to uh, put in an invoice later on for a time? No. <laughs> this, is a free, this is a free appearance. This is a free appearance. Next Wicked. time I will charge. Oh, will you now? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Phones are off. So, guys, before I crack on, obviously, you'll notice where we are. We are in Parker Rose Interiors here in St. Ives. Big shout out to them for letting us use their kitchen. No, that is not a paid uh, promo for them. We're just happy to have somewhere nice to film a Our office isn't very nice. No, no. It, it's okay. It's okay. It does the job. But this is a sexy um, kitchen environment. I think that it will look, be good for the, certainly in the next... Um, few podcasts so massive shout out to Parker Rose Interiors anyone looking for a new kitchen or anything like that um, go and check them out on Facebook they are legit um, so yeah right and Jess should we um, seeing, seeing as this is episode one yes should we, should we rewind should we start from the beginning start from the beginning I think there's a lot of questions on people's sort of lips You've, have you got your phone on you as well no I haven't we have put on Instagram oh, it might, it might, hopefully it won't get any, uh, any this is going to be unedited by the way guys so yeah. You have to excuse me if you if you watch it and you know you think how terrible this is. <laughs> you're probably right. This is my first ever in front of camera. Are you nervous, Jess? <laughs> I am nervous. I don't know where to look. I don't know what to do with my hands. I've only got two fingernails painted. I'm trying to cover them up. <laughs> so I put out ten minutes ago. I put out a uh, uh, a question poll on Instagram and. We've got one, so <laughs> that's a strong start. It's going to be a long, All right, cool. long recording. Okay, so look, let's start from the beginning, Jess. Yeah, back in 2018. Yep. Do you remember the? Do you remember my? <laughs> I remember. Let's go and do this thing. <laughs> I remember. We were actually in bed, weren't we? All right, Kinky. <laughs> go on, careful what you talk about. Just had a, just had a no. Um, no, we were in bed, and you were watching Dave Portnoy. Yep. And you went through it and you watched like, I'm not kidding, was the only voice I could hear in the bed, it must have been about 50 videos. And you were like, why don't we do this? And I was like, what? And um, you were like, everyone in England loves takeaway. Yeah. Why don't we just do it for everyone? And then I can't remember how long it was after you said that, that we actually then went and done the first filming, which I was not happy about <laughs> it was like the dead of winter it was freezing in, it? A, in a local takeaway shop and I've never done anything like that before and it was it was crazy I didn't like it I felt really embarrassed recording didn't know even know what you were doing I don't even think you, the first video lasted more than like a minute <laughs> was it three no two minutes are you talking about pizza town Pizza Town, the OG first review. I think you struggled okay. to yeah. let it last three yeah, I minutes. I did, yeah. All right, Jess. Now, <laughs> I'm now like, you can't shut hey, me up after 15. 15 minutes, let's wrap it up. So, I actually did a pretend one 
a Mickey Mouse version at Frankie and Benny's. Did you? Yeah. I think I went out for um, dinner with si Simon Rose, actually, and his brother, Ben. This guy? I think so. Or something like that. Oh. And um, I did a little sort of pretend one, see if I liked it. And I thought, yeah, this is kind of fun. That was my overriding thing at the beginning. Because obviously Dave Portnoy, it was, it's no secret that I obviously watched Dave Portnoy's reviews and I absolutely loved them. I think, like you just said, I must have watched 50 in a row. It, encap it uh, captivated my imagination. You know, he only does, really does pizzas in New York predominantly and then he does a few others around America. But it is just pizzas. And I thought, God, in England, we've got so much great takeaway food and amazing shops and the street food scene is just sort of exploding. And I thought, wow, what if we just tried to do that? And... This is no, no one was doing it either. In, no. like, in, in the UK, there wasn't... I'd actually... I hadn't even heard of Dave Portnoy. And I like now, there's loads of people doing what we do, really. Yeah, there's there? quite a few, yeah. Like, you used to get your Instagram bloggers, food food reviews, like that. But they, 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 they take a picture, yeah. um, put, a, put 25 filters on it, write a bullshit <laughs> caption, and upload it to Instagram. That, yeah. was, the, that was the extent of... But, you know, they had quite... Some of the good ones, they had quite a lot of followers, but there was no-one really doing video. They're more like, they're more like food porn pages rather than actual yeah. sort of, like, video video yeah. content on Yeah, food. there was no-one really doing video content of this kind of food. I mean, you could watch stuff on TV of, you know, Rick Stein going around places mm -hmm. or, like, Jamie Oliver or whatever, but you, there was no-one actually ever doing the it's food you actually... a bit more lowbrow, low yeah. under the radar. The stuff that you, me, and you guys at home actually want to consume, so that's... That's kind of where it started, and it's, it's been it's been a wild ride up to this point. Now, the, the, a lot of people ask me, like, when did you know that you could you, you could have done something? And this is kind of a, bit of a funny backstory. So we have another business called Profile Digital Agency. Shout out to them. Um, won't go into that too much, but we did weekly vlogs. Do you remember them, Jess? I do. Yeah. So weekly vlogs. They were really nicely produced. You know, we had mics, drones. We had drones up. <laughs> I was I was on these videos talking about you know the digital world and all this sort of bullshit. Um, but they were really good videos. I thought they were anyway. You know, we, we put a lot of time and effort into it. And, you know, even with mega hype and promotion, they only ever went to between 800 and 1,500 views per video. And it was, um, maybe I was a bit, un, not very patient, and maybe it would have gone big eventually, but that, I think that first review that we did, um... Maybe went to like 8,000 views and I thought straight away, I thought, wow, that's loads more than what we're doing already. Like, yeah. not this about the views, but I'm just talking about whether, you know, people I, I think watch I was, it. yeah, whether people would watch it or not. It's important, you know, like, yeah. And then I think that 8,000 views, I think, made me want to do it again. And then we did Chicken Licking. And this is when another penny dropped for me. We did Chicken Licking in St. Ives, which is like the place you go to when you, <laughs> when you bowl out of the pubs and the nightclubs and you want some. Um, spicy potatoes and some chicken wings or a kebab or something. Um, I did a review there, and this is quite an iconic place. <clears throat> I did it in daylight, and that went to 50,000 views. And what happened was, because it's in a local town, granted it was my local town, but people from yesteryear who'd moved away were tagging their mates, their mums, their family and their friends going, check this out, check this out. Have you seen this? Someone's reviewed yeah. our local. And it was like this thing. And so it went to 50,000 views pretty quick. And I was like, wow, yeah. Because I'm in marketing. I understand that um, with eyeballs and you can, you can turn that reach into revenue. I was, you know, I'm a businessman as well. 
So that got me excited. Obviously, I absolutely love food and doing this sort of thing. So it was a match made in heaven. And that, from that point forward, I think I was like completely tunnel visioned with where I wanted to go with it. Is that fair to say, Jess? I think so, yeah. We... That's the second review. I think I knew at that point. I think I knew at that point that I wanted to go for it big time. Yeah. And it, w- it was quite hard to start with because we were both... I mean, you were running a business. I was working full-time, and yet we were still trying to... I don't know how, how many were we put out at the beginning. Not many. It was very um, inconsistent. I would say between one, one and three a week. But there was periods of... Like, no, un- no. Big inactivity. Un- yeah. Yeah. I always remember... I remember it vividly. that It was like a rainy, cold winter night. And I would just got home from, like, a 10-hour shift. And you were like... Can we go reviewing? And I was like, no, I don't want it. And you had to like force me. Well, Jess, hang on a minute. <laughs> when you say force, yeah. maybe bribed, bribed you with date nights and flowers. <laughs> uh, just like a night of takeaway. Yeah. Look, looking back at it, I, I, we, um, we put in the graft, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning when we were, I was getting home at like six and then what we were going. We were, we still are. <laughs> and then we would, we would go go out again till like 11, 12 o'clock. It was, it was a lot. And we did that for a long while as well, didn't we? It was funny. It was, I can remember, it was funny because I still don't think I'm very good at it. And <laughs> at the beginning, maybe you watch us now and think, yeah, maybe you're all right now, mate. But let me just say this. At the beginning, I was terrible. <laughs> really at, bad. We're that. actually going to film a reaction video to Matt watching his first ever review. Well, that be, is coming soon. That's going to be painful. But, so, yeah, look, I, I knew I wasn't very good. And a lot of the comments at the beginning were, who is this chump? What does he know about food? You know, this fat moron. <laughs> Someone even called me a mad backwards ape. Um, genuine. And I knew the only way for us to progress with it, I knew there was a concept there, was just to, just to fucking keep going. Yeah. Just keep going with it. And, you know, and slowly but surely I got more confident. And so did you, even with your camera skills. And, like... Standing there on the street like a pair of melons doing what we do is very difficult. You know, I might come across on camera a bit very um, loud and brash, but it's not the case at all. If Jess will, Jess will say, if there's someone, you know, loitering around behind the camera, it really, I can't do it. It throws me off. Like, I really, really struggle. I'm, you know, if my, if my mood's not right. Yeah, you have, you're a big, like, feng shui person. Yeah. Like, if, kind if of like the moons have to align. Yeah, it's not, I really struggle with it a lot of the time. And, um, but I knew that I had to get out there and do it and just try and, Try and um, get better. So that's kind of the I early think, part. I think, though, the reason why it's got to where it's got to is, I mean, yeah, the content is good, but I think a lot of people would have given up by now. Like, if we used to, like, put in loads of graft and put out a video and then it would only go to, like, no wow, one. Happened a lot, didn't it? Yeah, and at the beginning, it wasn't a monetized page or anything like that. So we were literally just doing it for... I don't know, just to build something and then when it became monetized just remember thinking oh we've made like we've, we've worked so much and we've got like 100 pound at the end, yeah. of the end of the month and it you know a lot of first, people... i think our first monetization if no fuck it we'll talk about it, it was 170 dollars <laughs> dollars as well dollars yeah so you think oh yeah and then you're like oh no like convert it into good. pounds but yeah when you when we were out kind of giving up our weekends and doing things like that and it, it took a lot for someone to be like, right, let's continue, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going. And was, even even now, sometimes we're like, come on, we've got to keep going. Yeah. What was nice? 
from my uh, perspective, was um, I, I knew that you you were supporting me because I was like mad, mad relentless with it. I knew you were being a great wife and supporting me with it, and you stuck at it. But there was definitely a moment for me where I remember you went like you changed, <laughs> where you went, yeah, I think we've got a future doing this. And then when you like really came on board with it, I think that's when the page really exploded. Just like I know our YouTube numbers are not <clears> the greatest; they're very humble. Um, at the moment, we're still gonna, we're still pushing, we're still working. But that was you, you just. I didn't even want to go on YouTube. Like that was all you and like. I know we I think, used to put like the odd video on YouTube. Like what, what were we thinking? Like why didn't we put yeah. everything on there? Like we did on Facebook. It's really silly. So we're paying for that a bit now. Yeah, but there's <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, with my point was that I remember when you um, like came on board with it, and that was that was seriously cool. I think it wouldn't, I don't think if you were just doing this with, because I remember at the beginning you used to like drag anyone to come and film with oh, you. It was literally whoever I was, <laughs> whoever I was standing closest to. Yeah. Oh, by the way, mate, just hold the camera. Um, but I do think though, because we've been able to do it together, I mean, if Matt was doing this with someone else, like a friend, it would have definitely affected our relationship because there was nights where you'd be out two, three nights, days a yeah, week, yeah, yeah. out late and things like that. And if we weren't doing it together, then that probably would have been a bit it of a problem for been, us. Look, I would say, some people would say it would, would have affected their relationship. I think it's been great for us to get out and do this and go all over the place and yeah. spend some wicked time together. I mean, we're more like, we're more like best friends, aren't we, than mm. just you know um, acquaintances, shall we say. I've got some friends, I won't name any names, I know for a fact they couldn't spend such intense time like that with their other halves. And it'd be, you know, let's not, not saying our relationship is better than anyone else's, but it's great that I'm able to do it with you. Yeah, and it's, and we work like a lot, not a lot of people can work with their other half. I mean, it does test us sometimes, but we seem it's only to. natural. Yeah, we seem to do fine with that. Mm. I think our problem now is not the fact that we can't work together, is that sometimes we can't switch off from work and, you know. Yeah, that's not, I don't, that's another question, that's another topic for debate. I'm not, I'm not one of these, um, just get on with it and crack on. <laughs> So, let's talk about the... We've had some breaking news today. We have. Breaking news today. You've probably seen it on our social media account. So, not that numbers should or would define your work. However, it is nice to be recognised in... Shall we say? In that way. Now, we have been in the top 10 UK for food and drinks pages on Facebook a couple of times. We've been in and out. If you lose a few million views here or there, it can really dramatically push you up and down the ladder and in August 2021 we had 33.7 million views in the month which made us number six um, in the whole of the UK that's cross-platform as well that's Facebook and YouTube um, do you know what there's times where you need to hear something like that to really um, give you another little boost I think this has been that was it today mm. I, I, it's blown me away that means there's only five in August, anyway, there's only five. There was only five pages in the whole of the UK on Facebook and YouTube that got more views than us. Now, if you understand the five people above us, then it becomes even more special when you talk about the people like I'll bring up the list. Fuck it. <clears throat> Twisted uh, Food Bible was it? Food Bible, Twisted Kitchen Nightmares, and Proper Tasty, and Abu Julia, who's a a big. Big, big name in the Middle East. Uh, 
Food Bible Twisted, Kitchen Nightmares and Proper Tasty. These are multi-million pound media conglomerates. You know, we're ahead of people like Taste Made UK. Like, they've got two million followers. Like, it, it, mm. is, it is breathtaking. I, like, I'm not going to dig anyone out or anything, but people say, oh, this page is better than yours or this page. Let's talk more action. Yeah? Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. We are... We are um, Way higher than I ever thought we would be, but you must be happy with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. immensely proud of, of you as well. Like to and, and Callum, who's behind the camera, massive shout out to Pug Shoots. Put his Instagram on on the bottom of the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Get him, give him a little follow. He's come into the fold, and it means we've been able to put out more consistent videos. We've been able to put out extra content across YouTube. Fucking phone's ringing. Amateur hour <laughs> across YouTube, TikTok, which we're trying to push, Instagram. Each one of these platforms requires. Oh, don't even get. Just the other day, you said to me, "I think we should get onto Twitter." I was like, "I can't even think <laughs> We've about this." We've got like six hundred followers, you know. Yeah, well done. There we, we go. Six hundred. Six hundred more followers than I wanted on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is. It's so much time, isn't it? Yeah, but that's just. This is just one business. You've got. We've got other businesses as well. Yeah, so it's, exactly. You talk about all the different platforms. It's, it can b totally bamboozle you. Bamboozle you sometimes. Hence why it's good to just do a couple at a time and put all your effort into one. Mm. One channel, shall we say? Now we're looking, now we've got more team and we've got more yeah. capability, we can push it a little bit. So, this podcast, I, I think Jess is going to be a nice opportunity for us to sit down and dive a bit deeper into, into food, our journey, and hopefully have some amazing guests on here that can talk to the, us about um, what they do. You know, whether it's a celebrity who's got a, a penchant for, for food or what? Yeah, I know, I don't know where <laughs> they came from. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Or whatever. I just think this is a great time to sit down and, and talk in a bit more depth to people. And I, I, I honestly think I, it couldn't be a better guest on the first one than you, Jessica. So oh, I've got a couple you. of questions for you, Jess. Oh, have you? Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> so look, you... Okay, here we go. Look, we must have done, I don't know how many we've done now, maybe like 900 reviews maybe, you know, around that, maybe even 1,000. I don't know. We should probably know that number to be fair. We should, yeah. And if anyone out there can count... <laughs> Someone might be. Let us know. <laughs> you never know. Um, what, have, what has been your sort of standout food places that we've been to, Jess? And I'm not necessarily talking about all the big scores and stuff like, you know. Yeah. Talk to me about ones that you've really enjoyed from your perspective. Because you do get to eat all the food. We'll cross that Do up. I? I don't, think <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to eat at all. Like, I don't get to see the food. No, unfortunately, I eat all the food. Um... Ah, oh, let me have a think. There's been, I mean, the ones we have given tens to, they have, they have stood out. You know, you like sort of like Chicken George, Rolly Polly Eats, even like the sandwich shop we went to the other day. Like that's, you know, I think me and Matt have got very similar tastes. We've got very similar tastes, haven't we? So that we we like the same kind of food, but. I never really used to like kebabs or anything. Like, if, at the end of the night, if I was getting something from the shop, or like, from the kebab shop, it would just be, like, chips. But now... Just, hang on, just <laughs> chips? Yeah, I would get, like, cheesy chips. So you're saying if you're drunk, yeah. coming out of a... Yeah, out of the, that just, was you, my go-to. Chips? No, not even, like, a little cheeky little chicken burger on the side? No, no. Oh Maybe it was because I was... I feel like I don't even know you. <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't have enough money. I spent it all on alcohol, but no, I always just get cheesy chips. No, that's not an excuse, Jess. That's not an excuse. There's a lot of people loitering around. Excuse me, mate, have you got a spare quid? <laughs> I'm not like that. I would have got about 15 quid. <laughs> I'd have had like a full mixed kebab. I've never 
done that before. See, I've, I know people that do that kind of thing. I'd like loiter around the bar for a free drink. I wasn't... Oh, no, I'm not like I that. Wasn't, I no. wasn't like that, no. But, no, that's what I would, I would get. So, I think since we've started, definitely opened my, opened my eyes. I do like a good quality doner kebab. Yes. You know? And I don't even like lamb. I know there's probably not a lot of. I don't think anyone actually them. knows what meat is in the <laughs> no. kebab, Jess. It's just this. it's just uh, various mm. cuts, um, probably a bit of horse in there. <laughs> oh God, don't. There is Jess, hundred percent. I um, I really like that one we went to again recently because they do kind of merge. Unfortunately, um, some people are like, "Oh, where's good here?" And you're like, I "Can't even remember." <laughs> Sorry, I can't remember where we even went there. That one we went to in, oh, where was it? The kebab shop that won the kebab of the year. Oh, Masters Kebab. Masters. In, in Gillingham. I did like, because I, I actually got my own meal from there, didn't I? So that was... You actually got your own meal. Is that why you remember it? <laughs> yeah. I actually got my dinner from that there. Was a, that was an amazing kebab. And that was really nice. But, you know, like... Again, though, that's a standout. That is in my mind as well. That's a standout, yeah. standout operation. You know, we went to Wingfest a couple of weeks ago. That, yep. was, that was really fun. Shout out, Wingfest. Yeah, that was a really good weekend. I think there might still be tickets available for Manchester. Oi, oi, oh, yes, Jess. Oh, plug, plug that in. <laughs> I think there's tickets available on the Sunday in Manchester. Yeah. If you're watching from Manchester and you want to get your chops around some, some bones, oi, yeah. oi, um, <laughs> yeah. you can. Tickets available. And I really liked, actually, at London Wingfest, and we were really excited to see them at Bristol Wingfest, and they weren't there. It was hot damn Yeah, they wing. were amazing. Really good. Really good. And we were literally like, right, when we get there, first thing, go to Hot Dam and get like six wings because we only got one of them last time. They weren't even there, were they? No, they weren't there. I don't know why. Two people on the way to Wingfest Bristol that I was excited about and that I think we've both spoken in the car was Chicken George and getting yeah. more Chicken George wings. I know you yeah, guys think I'm crazy. <laughs> they're that good. Yeah. I was genuinely excited about it. And, and Hot Dam, yeah, he wasn't there. Can't believe it. We did a review. If you want to know who this guy is, type in Hot Dam food review into YouTube and you've had to see our review with him. We actually like sat down, didn't Crazy we? Welshman, isn't he? He's a very crazy Welshman uh, with a great story. <laughs> yeah. And a story that I felt needed telling because you get chatting to these people and some of them say, oh, yeah, I've just done a, done a, I've taken a off-the-shelf hot sauce um, variant. Yeah. And theirs was not. No, it wasn't, it was, was a, it? it? was a dad's recipe from Sri Lanka. I'm not going to butcher the story, but it was a dad's recipe from a Sri Lankan um, food shop that was taken and adapted, and it's, he used to make it for him and his family, and then they used to make it for the kids, and other kids from the street used to come, and all of a sudden now they're making it for everyone, and it's yeah. just... He brought it, it back, didn't he? Wasn't it amazing? Like, it actually, when you, when, you, when you ate it, it, like, made parts of your face wake up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by he that? It wasn't be, just. He would be a good podcast guest, actually. He would, he would, but he, he is yeah. does is from Swansea, Jess. <laughs> we would have to bring in security. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could take the podcast on the road. Yeah. Because we've never done a Welsh tour, have we? And I feel like we're neglecting the Welsh at the minute, so we need well, to get We've over got there. all the kit, Jess, so it's a pretty humble and pretty easy to do setup. So if you want yeah. us to come and do a podcast in your um, shop or you've got a guest let us know because I think this, this podcast could be could be great and I know this is episode one but you know what I'm like um, <laughs> very ambitious why would this not be the UK's number one food podcast like let's do it let's rock and roll is there even any other food ones fuck it doesn't matter <laughs> we don't need to do we don't need, I'm not we don't need to do any research on anyone else we'll just do our own thing innit yeah alright Jess so look I think there's an air of 
you know, when we started this about credibility. Credibility? Yeah. What? In, I Who don't are know. you two? Well, yeah. Why exactly. can you judge people like that? Mom? Exactly. I um, kind of just wanted to cover how much we both actually love food. And <laughs> I, I would say, out of all of our friends and family, before we started Food Rooms, we definitely <laughs> had the most amount of takeaways. We were known family. If you need me to order you a Chinese, I am the best at doing that. Yeah, you Anything are. Indian. If we're at a family gathering, we need a takeaway order in. Just sort it out. Very, you're very organised, that's yeah. all. And I remember my um, stepdad telling me something when before we were even married, he was just like, knew we were made for each other because we just loved eating. <laughs> yeah. So. True story. Yep. We love a, love a good takeaway. Love a Mackey's. That's pretty, does, that, pretty... does that answer my question, though? <laughs> so why are you quite as credible? Oh, so Matt actually was, um, has got a chefing background. Loosely. <laughs> Come on, tell us about your I worked uh, in a kitchen for a couple of years, background. yeah. A couple of years in my, on my days off from college, I worked in the kitchen, and I did learn quite a bit, quite a bit. And <laughs> I found... Well, Jess thinks I was a pot washer. <laughs> so, look, yeah, I, I worked... I know, you thought, you, I know you think I worked as a pot washer. And whenever I bring it up, it's like a laughing stock in our well, house, by the way. Um, what do you mean it is? <laughs> it is. Why? It's like me saying I was like a, I don't know, a hotel expert when I worked somewhere for like six months. All right. <laughs> I worked there for a couple of years under a very good chef. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was great. I only ever was on the sort of the starters and stuff, but, you know, it just gives you a taste for the environment. And it definitely lit my enthusiasm for great food. Mm. I don't think I'd, I was in that. I never grew up in a household that was particularly fine dining esque. However, my dad, as I've said on camera numerous times, this is where my sort of my deep rooted passion for food comes from in different situations. Because um, I've said it a few times when I used to go out working with my dad. Um, if we had a good day's work and I, I impressed him, should we say, we used to stop off and get fish and chips together. Mm. And. That is one of these things with food where it means more to you than just getting a meal. Yeah. Smell of fish and chips now, salt and vinegar, and it just takes me back to sitting on the wall with my dad. Um, bless him. Uh, your, so, your dad, actually, I've got a funny <coughs> story about your dad. Why don't you tell everyone about how um, he cooked you those pizzas <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is what I'm kind of, it's, it's actually, that's a nice little segue, Jess. So when I say I wasn't brought up in this, you know, my dad also was a bit of a, my mum and dad split up when I was young and the courts uh, said I could go and see my dad for a couple of days a week. And my dad used to, you know, when we were driving around a ring road and he would overtake someone, he would tell me he was a county rally driving champion. You know, he's quite a successful sportsman, by the way, but he's, he's a bit of a winner, you know, like he always liked to be number one, always liked to be the best. So even with cooking, I must have been five or six years old, and I think about, I was about three weeks into my dad coming out of the kitchen with these immaculate pizzas, you know, these big sort of, oh, they, might, they were huge. Well, I know I was only, only a kid, but they were massive, big pizzas, <laughs> took bigger than the oven. <laughs> that, do you know what I'm saying? I, and it was about, I was about three weeks in, and the, my detective uh, self, even at five, got the better of me, and I, you know, he's, whilst he told me to wait there, whilst he cooks the pizzas, I actually heard a knock at the back door, and found the pizza delivery boy uh, dropping pizzas to my dad. And my dad honestly looked like he was shocked that I'd, un I'd rumbled him. 
He was genuinely like, telling me he'd made these pictures himself. Like, yeah, and, the, and the, he was even told the guy, don't come to the front door, come to the back. And he was out there meeting him, giving him the, giving him the it was like a, <laughs> some sort of dirty transaction. Secret pizzas. Yeah, secret pizzas, and it was brilliant, that was. I actually really enjoy listening to stories about when you were younger, about like when you ate a whole chicken. <laughs> so that's, that's true. So my... How old were you? About eight or something. <laughs> I went to my nan's on some holiday and, you know, she made me a roast dinner with... You know, like a normal roast, a big roast dinner with a, a chicken leg or something, and I, I had the whole, I had the whole chicken. Didn't she, didn't, <laughs> my dad said that she phoned, she actually yeah, phoned In him to make, to make sure if I was okay or not ill. <laughs> Got worms or something. Yeah, yeah. My first actual memory, Jess, this is this is getting really deep now, oh. was eating a pot, an entire pot of jam. <laughs> I remember it. Someone left me with a pot of jam when I was a baby, and I just ate the whole lot. I remember all I remember is them taking it off me and screaming, that, "Oh my god, he's eating the whole lot." <laughs> I was always destined for, <laughs> yeah, for, for some sort of for some sort of eating job, I suppose. It's like my um, if you see like pictures of me when I was younger, I've always got a packet of crisps in my hand. What's changed? <laughs> I know I I could do crisp reviews. Yes, I don't know anyone knows more about crisps than you. <laughs> I actually think I've eaten the most crisps in, of anyone in the whole entire world. Do you want to get down to business then? Do you want to, let's talk about people say to me like you know what's your favourite crisp and. I say, for what occasion? If I was having a sandwich, that'd be one type of crisp. I think I could probably guess what crisps you No, want. so we've spoken about it loads of times. <laughs> if we're having a standalone bag of crisps, though, I'd want something different. Oh, then are you going to tell everyone? Or Yeah, cool. All right, so my sandwich crisp would be Walker's Max Paprika. It's just, it, you get the occasional massive one in there. It's great to put in. It's also a big bag, so you can, you can afford to lose a few into the sandwich. Uh, and you can, and you've still got plenty to just crunch on afterwards. It's just a great sandwich crisp. My standalone pack of crisps, and I do not think this can be beaten, and you will not find them in the shops, only on Amazon and eBay and stuff, is Brannigan's smoked ham and pickle. I found them once, and I in yeah, and we're shop. not allowed to buy them anymore. <laughs> so Jess found them. It was thirty six quid for like an eighteen box set, <laughs> box set, a box of them or something like that. I ate the entire box in three days. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they are. Brannigan's do, in my opinion, the best uh, crisp in its shape and form and texture. And the smoked ham and pickle, they do a... Uh, there's another... Fight. I can't there's remember a beef the and flavor, mustard one, I think, yeah. which is a, it's a bit too aggressive for me. But the smoked ham and pickle, Brannigan's crisp, are believed to be truly elite. Um, and I've got a driving crisp, which is beef, beef hula hoops. Yeah. If you're driving, you don't want you want a different type of crisp. You want something with crunch and a big bag, grab bag, beef hula hoops. Beef Very hula good. Hoops with a, a chaser of a Kinder Bueno. And a Kinder Bueno. <laughs> again, we a, could be reviewing all evening, yeah, eating again. food, be like so full, so full. We'll have to get fuel on the way home. And Matt's like, can you get me some beef hula hoops and a Kinder Bueno, <laughs> and a Red Bull, usually because it's late. If, we, if we're driving and, and I need to uh, yeah. need to keep my eyes open, yeah. So go on then. What would your what would your crisps be? Oh, goodness. So your driving crisp, your sandwich crisp, and your crisp crisp. I don't think I can... It just depends what mood I'm in. Recently, I have been... I do like a like salt and vinegar at the minute. Salt and vinegar squares, or like a Monster Munch pickled onion. You know, like really Good strong flavours. Wheat crunchies sometimes. I get wheat crunchies, or just like a... You quite like the basic stuff as well, like onion mm. rings. Oh, yeah. And what's the other one you like? Bacon Beef, rashes. Bacon rashers. I see, like, do you know, like, you get, like, those, the sharing bags, that's just, I could put that away very easily. I like a crisp and dip. Crisp, dip, combo. 
Like Thai sweet chilli. Oh, yeah. Good dipping crisps. Yeah, that's... Just makes her own dip. Do you want to tell me <laughs> what your dip you made? Oh, it's very complex. It's just... Um, what is it? Greek yoghurt. 0% fat. With mint sauce. If you try... Mix them together and then get some Thai sweet chilli sensations. Dip them in. Or... Um, like the blue Doritos. Dip them in. It's just a game changer. There you go, people. There you go. That's hot off the press. <laughs> um, watch mint sauce go out of stock before Christmas. With <laughs> yeah. the 20 people that are watching. Do you remember that time, though, when I tried to put in mint jelly? <laughs> and you lost your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've not lost your shit, but you weren't happy. You weren't happy, <laughs> I were you? I wasn't happy. It was the last bit of yogurt. And it was got room in mint jelly. But... I, prefer mint. I prefer the jelly... You have the, that with everything, really, like roast wise, don't you? Oh, just you, you uh, yeah. yeah, we won't go into that now, but <laughs> it's just us talking about our eating habits for an hour. Yeah. Okay, so I've got some questions for you. Go on then. For the for the. Do you want to look at Instagram as well? Oh see? yeah, do that first. See if there's anything on there. Turn my airplane mode off <clears> for a second. Um, I've actually just got some questions that a lot of people ask us whenever they see us. Um, okay. So, a lot of people ask what we film on. I We just film on an iPhone 12, which is just the best for filming up close, far away, moving around lots and things like that. And sometimes we have like a mic that plugs into it, doesn't it? Um, yep. That's what we use. We actually filmed two reviews the other day, which we can't put out because the mic wasn't working. You like corrupted the file, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, so that's annoying, but that's all we use. So it's really easy for us when we're out and about, just whip an iPhone can... out. We don't have to like get a massive camera equipment. It's really easy. So anyone that's ever thinks, oh, I can't start a YouTube channel, I well, can't let's just start go, Let's just go back to that quickly. So part of the thing we actually started, I think this, is, this message has been actually lost a little bit, Jess. Do you remember? Because we were doing, running the digital agency and mm. at, the, at the actual beginning, this was, I said to you, this would be a great way to, is to prove, <laughs> this is really funny actually, to prove concept because we I, I was cold calling people asking for their business. Uh, and then I'd get messages from people saying, I want to start my own company, but I haven't got 20 grand or whatever. And it's, they'd be like, people's objections were so big and why they can't start their passion project or whatever it might be, or their dream or their business. And I remember saying to you, let's, worst case scenario, we can use this as a test yeah, case, case as a case study of what you can do with literally the phone in your pocket. So I even made that stupid logo that we've still got now on Canva, which is <laughs> yeah. free. Free to, free, use, logo. free to use software you can get off Canva. If you scroll down to Canva, you can probably see the fucking logo <laughs> on there. It's just literally, I did the... I don't even think you changed the I wrote the, I wrote the name on the text thing and I turned it sideways and I slotted it in just because I wanted to make this whole thing penniless. Like I didn't want to spend a penny on it other than my time and my sweat equity. Um, that, was the, that was the whole thing at the beginning. Like, And then it very quickly changed into not just doing a test case study. It was like, fuck, yeah. we've, got, we've got a business on our hands here. Yeah, that's kind of cool, isn't it? Like, yeah, I know, and a lot of people, because with Matt having like a few different businesses, everyone, some, a lot of people talk to you about like advice and things like that, and or even people in the street, and you just be like, all you need is your phone in your pocket. I spoke to someone at Wingfest. I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna name him, because we ended up having a night out with him, and he was a great fella. But he said to us, he said to me, actually, he said. Um, <coughs> how he wants to start doing food reviews. 
I've heard it a hundred times, you know, obviously. But he was, you know, he spoke really well. We looked at the party. Lossy loved Wings. I think it was Wing wing Reviews, maybe, or something like that. You know, he, was, he just was brilliant. And he was like, yeah, but I need to, I'm going to wait till I get a team behind me. And he was like, he had this big plan for how he needed six, you know, six members of staff and money and all this mm. sort of things. It was just, I remember going to him, I was like, bruv, we just literally, I literally started with just a phone. Like, didn't even have a mic, so on the windy days, we'd have to stand in a shop doorway. You know, like... <laughs> or would everyone have to, be like, oh, it's not that's so windy. <laughs> yeah, like, people would message and say, God, the, the audio on that video was terrible. I'm like, yeah, because it's filmed on an iPhone, mate. <laughs> we didn't have any lights either. Didn't, didn't have any lights or nothing. It just, we just don't let that stuff get in your way. You know, it's just really... If anyone's going to listen to this and take something away from it, it's just, just crack on with it. Uh, perfection kills... There's as, as probably as a saying around that, like, how perfection kills... Things like people won't start until they think it's perfect because for the fear of judgment from other people that it's not perfect or it's not right or they might get laughed at because it's a low production or something. We literally didn't edit the first 200 of our videos. Like Apart from, apart from maybe cropping it in and out at the beginning, it was all one-take wonders. I made mistakes. We said stupid things. The wind was muffling the audio. It was a really bad user experience. A couple of the videos uploaded in uh, potato quality. <laughs> literally couldn't even view it. But we still just carried on, like just I don't know. Just... I know, and also, I mean, we we still do them in one take wonders, don't we? Sometimes we do cut a bit out because we've got you know we've got software and stuff now. But at the beginning, we've we progressed. Just, we've progressed, yeah. We thought, do you know what? Let's edit. But we only started off using like iMovie, didn't we? And then mm. that's when you, that's when we mm. added. Edit people would realise when we added like had a, a deal with. A, uh, a company for a few months, won't say who they are because we're not working with them anymore. They gave, they had a little 10 second clip, so we needed something to like piece it all together. Yeah. And stuff. So we used iMovie, which is a free to use software on our on our uh, laptops. That, yeah. was, that was really hard at the beginning as well, wasn't it? But yeah. Well, I found it hard. Just took to it like a duck to water. I know. It was really funny because we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? That ages ago, because I've never really had a proper career as such, I kind of left uni and just got jobs. And I remember talking to you saying, I think I want to get into video editing. And you were like, no. Oh, no, you didn't say no. Well, but like, how? <laughs> yeah. No, like, well, how are you going to do that? And then, like, fast forward, like, four years, and I literally edit videos all day. Yep. Well, Callum does it a lot now. Yeah. <laughs> look, I know there's, like, people like Callum who've got maybe a little bit more of an advanced skill set, but you definitely like, took to advanced. it. No, not, 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 not. Yeah, maybe, but you've still got, you took to it like a duck to bloody water and you, if you don't know how to do something, uh, you've got no one to call on, you just, you jump on, don't you, if you said, oh, I wonder how to do that, and just goes on Google, yeah. works out yourself, don't you, Just you, you, you're really slick like that, and it's, I think that's why we're probably a match made in heaven, because we're, we're not uh, the sort of people that will moan or complain about not being able to do something, we try and figure out a way to make it happen and how it can happen, mm. um, I'm certainly not one to roll over and just... Yeah, I think, like, we probably work as well. Like, you're definitely a person... Do you know you were talking about that that bloke that wanted to make everything perfect? Yeah. That's a bit me. Like, I always think of reasons not to do things, but I think you push us to do... Just do it, and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not scared of failure, Jess. You know, I've, I've, I've publicly talked about a, a, a big failure, this, and it's, you work out that it's a bruise, not a scar. It doesn't matter. You can always come back with, you know, with... And other businesses that haven't really worked. It doesn't matter. Just get on with it. Just have some fun. Yeah. And uh, I think the more fun you have, like we have a food club, the more successful it's going to be. Yeah, definitely. All right. So let's. Um... <clears throat> oh yeah. What's Instagram saying? Oh, well, was, was got, there only any... got one? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Well, let's read that one out at least. All right. Let's just read that one out. 
It's probably going to be so stupid. Like, go to go to this kebab shop, please. I've got a couple now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Big Daddy B Foods. Oh, Shout yeah. out to you. Yeah, he what was a geezer. our first food hero. Um, oh, that, that all was right, fun. this is a great question as well. Okay. It says, looking back, what was the most important video for the page, i.e. went viral, etc.? I, I know straight away. Do you? Go on then, what do you think it is? Um, oh, come on, it's the first one that went, went pop. <laughs> the first one that went pop, like you think, I just think it's still our most viewed video. Oh right, yeah. What Medina Grill? Yeah, Medina Grill in Peterborough. Medina Grill in Peterborough. Yeah, it's like a what is it? Like a okay. fusion kebab shop, isn't it? Yeah. So we that was like our third review of the night. I think I got a big box where it had chips, funky doner meat on there, like one of those doner meats that's cooked on a grill with sauces and. A rotisserie chicken yeah. that they did, and it was just incredible. One of these like real breakthrough takeaways, and I gave it a great score. It was a good review. A few things happened, but it wasn't nothing particularly special. No, it wasn't, was it? It was that just was our, that went that went crazy. I'm talking that that was our first video to go over a million, wasn't it? Yeah, over a million. Yeah, views. yeah, yeah. I think that's it. About three and a half million now for an actual standalone review is probably our best one. That was yeah. at the time as well when we reviewed Chicken George for the first time. I think that was the same. Two-week yeah. period, and that was probably that went big as well, didn't that it? Was, that was that was a that was a viral week, shall we say? There was a there was a uh, a cauldron of good things that happened that week, and we kind of threw it all together, and we really hit it hard. And it that video spiked us into probably the stage two of the growth of the page, which I remember it vividly. Yeah. So, Big Daddy B, big shout out to you. I'd love to get you on this podcast, by the way. If yeah, he'd know, be good. He'd be good. Yeah. Guess, talk he? about talk about passionate people and the people you meet. Along this journey, which is another thing for me. Hold on, let me write some notes down. <laughs> what are you writing down? Actually, do you know you said at the beginning we didn't have a, a name for the podcast? I'm pretty sure someone came up with food for thought. I don't know if that's boring. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> Guys, if you think we're going to accept that <laughs> for the podcast name, please get in the comments now or just wherever, mess, message us. Or need a name for the podcast, or you know, maybe the winning name could get a free T-shirt. Should it even have a name? Could it should it be the FRC podcast? Oh, we, and be. we use the title of something that's been said in the video. Well, maybe chat with such and such. But we'll come to that. Next one. This is from L E L L dot B E, and it says, "What's your favourite thing about doing food reviews?" I'm gonna ask you first. You could ask me first. Um, <clears throat> probably the fact that our our life is um, very free now. We don't have like a normal nine to five. We probably work more than that, but it's kind of on our own terms, which is nice. You know, if I want to go and get my hair done in the middle of the day, I can, you know, it's alleviated us a bit. It's, it's given us more time, I think. What about it? Actually, I've got a second thing. Um, I don't want to put my hand <laughs> Teacher, I don't know if anyone's listening, but I just put my hand up like a school. I think kid. anyone that's listening might not. Guys, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, Com put the, put comment. The, no, comment the secret word gorilla. <laughs> comment now a secret word gorilla. If you're watching in your, if you're listening in your car, just shout gorilla out the window. All right? We'll hear you. We'll hear yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, the secret word for everything. <laughs> when we were, yeah, this actually um, happened when we were at Wingfest, actually. Someone, one of the, the vendors or the traders came up, like they were talking to me. 
And they literally just said to me, they were like, thank you for everything you've done for our industry. Like, I, I don't know, we speak to some of the reviews we've been to that have gone well, or even if they haven't gone well, and actually it being able to completely change a takeaway and turn it around and get people traveling all over the country to come and try their food that would never have even heard of them before. I think that's something to, for us to be, you know, because of that, I think that's, I think that's really good. Yeah. It, um, I'm not so used to it now, but when you first hear that type of thing, it fills you with immense pride, doesn't it? Like mad, mad love, you know, um, heavy to hear isn't it like yeah because they really mean it like you wouldn't i'd never even think like that but like for someone actually to come up to us and be like oh thank you for everything you do it's like saying who was it it was someone from um oh who was it the box shop that might be wrong i think it might have been the box shop or you know know, someone we've never even actually like spoken to because some of the people we go to we do become good friends with them afterwards don't we you know um, we've even, we've even done with business us. with some of them after from other businesses. It's, we've, I would even say some of them are a bit. We're great friends now. Yeah, absolutely. Like we could. It's like chicken, like for example, chicken George. People say, "Oh, yeah. how much are they paying you?" I've, I've, I've never paid us a pound. You know, we've done. We did a review there, and it, that review helped them as it j- helped us just as much as it helped them. Yeah. They got. They had queues around a block for a week. They had we had. <laughs> yeah. We had half a million views in a day. Like that, that sent us semi-viral. That helped us no end. So I've got mad love for them as, as much as they've got love for what we did. So it's like this: we've got this great. Now we spend more time with them. We just go over there and they, they, <laughs> yeah. they sort us out. And it's just like <laughs> you feel like royalty. And of course I'm going to support them. Of course I'm going to shout them out. I love them and what they're doing. That's just one. That's just one place that we've been yeah, to. And exactly. I've got. I've probably got twenty or thirty of them. We've got Roly Poly each. You know. They had people camping outside, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> After the review, went they? Did they, it. they said they actually got had a bit of trouble with that because they had people in the street camping from Scotland, and they were like camping and leaving a mess. And the neighbours couldn't get out of their house. There was camper vans up the street and the people in the road, and it went crazy. Yeah, and what was? It's quite a small shop as well, as you know. We went to a. Um... We went to Burgers, Wings and Ribs and he was, the owner of that was saying how a bloke had, um, a bloke had come down, he'd flown over from America and he was doing like a food review club tour. He was just going to all of the places, like the good places we've been around the UK. I tried to meet, I tried to meet up with him, didn't I, but he never never sort of came back. Like, that's just insane. We've made someone travel from America over here to try some of our food that... Like, there's a guy that had a flight. This new, actually, his numerous flights have been diverted to Luton. <laughs> yeah, just so people could go and have a yeah. George. And Stansted is dead. <laughs> it's all about Luton now. Yeah, but that's that. I think that's the best thing about it. You know, I think your the first part of your answer was cool. From from a family and husband and wife point of view, so we have a bit more time. Yeah, we're not. Even though it feels like we've got no time, I, I feel it's like weird, that. Isn't it? It's like you have all the time and no time at the same time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> if Jess needs to go and get a haircut or go and spend the uh, afternoon uh, walking the dog with her mum, for example, she can. There's no, you know, you haven't got a, a boss like you used to. No. That was a big step for you as well. Obviously, you guys will know, Jess is a, an equal shareholder of the business, but also she works full-time for the company as well. Like, And to take that... I left my job pretty quick, handed my notice in and just and started my own thing, which was, didn't go very well to start with. 
which is probably why you've got a bit of reservations about it. But Jess, I was doing my thing with Food Review Club and the rest of it, and we started to build a bit of money with the monetization from the page, etc. But for you to leave your very good, very stable job yeah. to come and work for a Facebook page uh, was a big risk. People thought we were bonkers, didn't they? Yeah. Or that I was bonkers. And actually, it was just before... Lockdown. Yeah, it was just before lockdown. So it was the December, basically... You left in January, didn't you? No, no. I wanted Christmas off. <laughs> and I couldn't have it oh, off. Oh, that was it. You started like January then. <laughs> so I decided to... I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. So I could leave at like the 22nd of December. And then, um, yeah, and then I worked from home, didn't I? That loosely. Loosely. <laughs> Had a little bit of a vacation. <laughs> no, and then, yeah, it, it, it was all right. But then, obviously, three months later, we went into lockdown. And we, me and you looked at each other like, shit. Like one of us, tough, one of us hasn't got like a furlough or anything, did we? We didn't have any of that. No. We actually had you. Well, you had businesses that were relying on you, where the world was coming ending, basically. So that was really tough. Gives me goosebumps to think about that sort of time. I know it seems like a million miles ago, like a million years ago, but it actually wasn't that long ago, was it? No. But then we we kind of just like diversified, didn't we? We started doing stupid cooked reviews I felt like the whole of lockdown all I did was clean up our kitchen because we were cooking we tried to do two videos a day during lockdown didn't we yeah talk about turning a bad situation into your favour sort of thing that was what we that was our approach and our method and I think do you know what I think actually a lot of people messaged to say we helped them through their lockdown you know like with yeah. some sort of home crappy little reviews where we were just trying as the pizzas you know stuff that they could get at home as well. yeah. I just remember do you know what that's really Give me like goosebumps. I remember that being a really difficult time. I don't know, yeah. We get I a lot. Of, we do get it. quite a lot of, um, not quite a lot, but it is really nice when people message us saying that, you know, they've they've been in hospital with COVID or they've had broken legs and they haven't been able to get out of bed or stupid things, not stupid things like that, but like anything like that where they haven't been able to, when they've actually taken the time to message us to be like, your videos have actually made me the first time I've smiled in weeks or whatever yeah, and that's it's really humbling and and nice to hear and it keep that's when the days when we do really shit and we think oh, i can't be asked to do this anymore and you think actually no we'll keep going even though probably yeah that's just just gotta keep going absolutely <laughs> so is it is it my turn to answer that question oh yeah <laughs> no because so i just read that bit oh, there yeah. and i thought that's probably what i love about doing it the most Oh, mine's a two-folded question. I love the... Uh, what do I love most... Is the question, what do I love most? What do I love... Get your words out, mate. <laughs> what do I love most about doing food reviews? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say doing it with me. <laughs> I feel like I might have meant to say that. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. <clears throat> it is nice. It is nice, Jess. But no, you don't have to say that. What, what is it really? A couple of things. Some of the it's we it's a we thing, not just a me thing. Some of the people that we have met on the way, and the people I've spoken to, it's, it's it's breathtaking. You know, as a young businessman who hasn't been particularly successful, you know, he's, he's trying to find his way. Meeting some of the people we've met have rubbing shoulders with and being friends with now and having conversations has been hugely valuable and I've absolutely loved it because it's strange when you've got such a big audience it's quite powerful and I think people know that and it's 
I've been, people have been a lot more open to talking to, to talking to me and less guarded, should we say, if I just message them on LinkedIn. Um, I've got a hello rather than a fuck off. And I think that helps a lot. You know, even the other weekend, we were, I was out drinking with you and we had people around our table that were hyper successful. You know, like one, for example, was you got Richard from Wingfest and Dan from Wingfest. Dan owns Gorilla Events and like him, for example, I had a night out with him and he was talking like, I remember actually having a bit of a out of body moment, like thinking, "Wow, actually, oh, this guy's fucking legit." You know, mm. it's nice for me. It's really, really cool. I absolutely love the doors it's open for us in terms of things we can do and people we can meet, and and God knows where it's going to go next with it. We've got to keep going. And I know we do, like. I don't even think people really understand even what we do. I think if I was to ask. Like, my parents, what, what do I do? <laughs> my, my dad hasn't got a fucking clue. <laughs> no. And it's weird, and it's hard to explain to people as well, like, to be to kind of know what, what we do. Even going to Wingfest and stuff like that, you know, although we weren't, we were kind of, you did some stuff on stage, didn't mm. you, for the first time? That was really good. Yeah, no fucking. <laughs> but you were, like... Second day was much better, much more comfortable. Yeah, just... It's like anything, though. It was first times I was breaking it. We went... I was stiff, I was rigid, I was nervous... Second day, it was, it, was, it was better. And I actually enjoyed it a little bit, like the buzz with the crowd, but yeah. It was... Well, I remember in 2019, we went to Wingfest and I think we just got the tickets on a whim, didn't we, didn't no, we? No, so, so Dan from Chicken George got us media passes. Yeah. But we were very much, like, turned up like tourists. <laughs> yeah, we had no We didn't know idea. anyone. No, we literally only knew Chicken George, didn't we? And we hadn't known them that long. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a thank you sort of thing. Here's a couple of tickets to the to yeah. an event. And then fast forward to the next wing fest, which is I know we've missed a year, but fast forward to the next wing fest, and you're like you've got media obligations. We were the official, yeah. We were the official media partner of Wingfest. You know, and you're on stage like that's crazy when you think about it like that. Like how we just came as punters before, like just coming around trying all the wings. We did actually film a a vlog, didn't we? Yeah, tried. A couple of people knew who you were, didn't they? This time it was like. I just had to leave Matt while he's asking, getting all the selfies. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> like, just, it's just very humbling, isn't it? Like, it's yeah. literally the page um, wouldn't be where it is without people that watch. So you, you've got to just be super thankful to everyone that, that takes the time to consume your shit, you know? Like, yeah. There's not many... I mean, you watch a lot of YouTubers and things, don't you? But I don't particularly. There's a couple of... I'm, I watch my car and automotive YouTubers religiously. That's my game. They're my... Uh, yeah, they are. They're my people that but I watch. Yeah, I love all People that. are like that with you. Like, you sit down at dinner and you put on YouTube videos for, of, like, carp fishing and things. Yeah. We're actually watching you today, just not actually listening. Oh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> keep forgetting the cameras are there. <laughs> all right, cool. But, you got any other questions to ask me, Jess? Um, not really of any... Merit. What sort of guests do you think we should have on then, like chefs? Yeah, definitely chefs. Maybe you can't really do any cooking, can you, while you're doing this? You can, but I think a podcast <clears> is, is just literally about just talking. Yeah. Anyone with a good backstory, you know? I think there's loads of, like, loads of cool people we've met, even that aren't really anything to do with food. I think they would be good. Everyone loves food. I have to get that geezer in off um, THC Radio. Oh, God. Dave. <laughs> we actually were in the car and we found THC radio, Did you? didn't we? Yeah. Was it any good? 
Oh, we didn't keep it on for very long, but I was looking for something he else. He got a but... bit of abuse in the comments, didn't he, for chowing into some of that king crab. I think Do you know he's... what? I actually, because we got three, we, go. we got three lots of everything, and this is we. That was our lunch, wasn't it? We were like, oh, we'll go there for lunch. About hundred quid of stuff. Yeah, and it was a lot of money, and. You would just, I knew it. As soon as he was there and he was hanging about, I was like, Matt's going to fucking ask him to eat some of the food. And there he did. He was like, oh, come on, mate. I was like, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> that's mine. Don't worry. I'm not hungry. And I actually got a bit aggy, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah. So he had the crab and I was like, yeah, all right, you can have the crab. And then you're like, cool. He, he was hanging around. He knew what he was doing. He was hanging around. And you're like, oh, God, mate, have the lobster. I was like, the lobster? I thought I want it, but it's all good. I had the scraps. I'm pretty sure I had a, half of his crab leg. Jess, I feel like that was a bit of a nice rant. <laughs> is it on my mind? Now, that's the Jess that is I know. It... <laughs> that's the Jess that I live with people. That's the Jess that I have to deal with. Oh, hey, God. Fucking Dave from THC Radio. <laughs> do, you hear what, do you hear what you did oh, to her? I hope he's that was her lobster, Dave. <laughs> Let's when you go on that. THC Radio, I'm going to be like, Dave, you can get the food in this time. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can eat it all. But no, it's fine. I wonder what food Dave would get in. By the way, obvious name in the title. <laughs> THC Radio. Man, I think man have been hitting it pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, it's okay. So let, a, yeah. Let Jess, let's talk about this now. I think nearly 80% of the um, uh, comments at one point was, I feel so sorry for his wife. No. Having to stand there and watch Poor him eat. Does she ever eat? <laughs> Does she eat? Oh my god, she only gets the scraps. <laughs> Guys, hear it from the from the lady herself. <laughs> Look at the size of me. I definitely eat. No, we. Do you just eat the scraps, the offcuts? Yeah, most of the time. Like, <laughs> let's not beat around the bush. Like, I do try it. If you like, it's hard enough. People know watching the videos and they think, "Oh, I need to go and order a kebab now." Like, imagine if you're standing in front of someone, you can smell it, and they're going, "How how good it is!" I'm gonna be like, "I need to try that now," and that's and usually what happens. All right, there's this thing that you've not spoken about. That it's not our dinner. You want to try it and you want to have a go at it, but it's not like you don't eat dinner. It's weird that like, if we go for a night out reviewing, that it is our dinner. Like, yeah, we don't actually have like a full thing. But what, if you have a few bites of like five different takeaways, you're not going to need to eat anything else apart from your hula hoops and your kinder bueno on the way home. And a Lucaside Sport or a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, we, yeah. So what you're actually saying is, Jess, <laughs> what the sort of the concluding thoughts to there, there is that you only actually eat the scraps. <laughs> you don't get your own food. No, but obviously if I want my own food, I'm I can do what I want, <laughs> but there's no point. Like, it's just wasteful otherwise. You know, I could... Right. If you, you know, are like, hungry, we... though, if you are hungry, you do say... Yeah. Oh, like, we'll just eat first. True? Yeah. Like, Master's Kebab at... Yeah, uh, I had mine Gilling first. Gillingham. Gillingham. Whatever it is. Gillingham. <laughs> um, you ate... You had your... You had a kebab first, didn't you? I did. I did have it first, and, you know, that, but... What you imagine, we order quite a lot of food from each of these places, and you think it's actually quite wasteful. And it's usually places I like as well, like chicken and burgers and stuff. And you do want to try them, like how you, people watching will want to try it and think, Oh, I need to go and get that. You know, there was one week, wasn't it, when I did that diet? Yeah. And we went on like a northern tour, went to Scotland, and I was doing like the Cambridge diet where you can't eat anything. It's one of these miracle diets where you. 
don't actually eat any food, and you, <laughs> at the end of the week, you lose weight. <laughs> I did quite well on it, but <laughs> put it back on. But can, if you can imagine how hard it is for anyone just doing a diet, but to be a, a videoer of a food reviewer. So do you say to be a videoer <laughs> of a food reviewer? That's hard enough to fucking say, let alone do, Jess. <laughs> what am I? What is it? What, a videographer. Am I? You're a, you're a boss bitch, business yeah. owner, yeah. food review queen. Yeah. That's what you are. But just to be stood there in front of someone yeah. like... Doing, we did. I think we did 15 reviews that weekend as well, and I think I only tried one of them, which was the sushi, because I thought that was probably the healthiest. But that was tough. That was good sushi as well. It was good sushi, but I'm giving you up. That was a big yawn. <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad you've kind of <clears throat> sort of squashed that. Yeah, so I do eat, but obviously, I mean, yeah, there's no point. I, I don't like wasting food, and we do have to waste a lot, don't we? Because we do we, try. We and try keep... not to, but it is a business for us. Like what what we might waste, we know bigger picture is going to create a lot of mm. eating. And, and we do like if we have a pizza and we have a couple of slices, and we do see a homeless person or. Well, we'll give them it or we'll get them their own meal or whatever. It's not like... Um, but most of the time, we do just throw it away because if we were to well, also, keep it... Also, it has been COVID times as well recently. Oh, exactly. So for the last 18 months, people haven't been particularly forthcoming to, <laughs> to eat your... Grubby your, your stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you can just... Yeah, mate. Yeah. Have a bite of this uh, burger. And even though I do try, I do try and force it down people's face, but it's, I don't think people have been particularly welcome to that. Uh, so... No. It's not been easy. So, yeah, we, there is a bit of wastage. But, but we always, yeah, so why would I then have my own dinner when I can just have a little bit of everything and, and that's that. And that's basically how it works. So I do eat, I eat a lot. Do, I've got a question for you. Do you enjoy it? Do I enjoy it? Um, yes and no, sometimes it's hard. You know, as much as we're in control of what we're doing, it's, we're kind of a, what do you say, a slave yeah, not on the tre- on the on the treadmill, can't get off. Yeah, so especially on Facebook and um, YouTube, if we if we consistently upload, our money is good. If we have like two or three days off of not uploading, the money just drops. <laughs> so you think like, where well, you think, oh, you're in your own business, you can do what you want, but actually, if we want to take like a week off, we have to work twice as hard the week before it's not just like a nine to five where you can just pick it up your your edits that you and Callum are doing now are not you know for a 15 minute video Callum what would it be a thing on that how long does it take to download hour hour yeah um, she's an hour just Callum's to... shit can be <laughs> you know it, like exporting all of that uploading you know takes take time. it takes time the actual edit might not take that long but you are a bit of a slave to it in the way so that's the kind of thing I I don't like, but then, of course, I wouldn't be it doing it. I wouldn't be doing it. It allows us to live a, a... Unique life. A unique life. And I always think that the this untrodden path mm. hopefully will lead to some nice fruit, you know, everyone trying to... Some sort of crazy analogy there, but... Yeah. You know, like, the view at the top of the mountain will be... is a hard road to get to, but it will be a nice view. You could stay at the bottom and be comfortable all your, all your, all your life, but mm. I think that's what we've got to try and remember. It is hard, though, isn't it, Jess? Like... Yeah, I remember in, in like lockdown when all of my friends were furloughed or something, and I had people say to me, oh, you should have just stayed in your job. You would have been furloughed anyway. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but, 
you know, we did what we had to do, didn't we? And we was, you know, and we're fine and we've come out better for it. We did take quite a lot of heat on lockdown for doing some travelling though, didn't we? That was a crazy time. Oh, we did. Yeah. It was a, no, the first lockdown when it was like, don't go to work unless you're emergency services, like yeah. don't go to work unless you physically have It was to. a very complicated time because we, mm. we were actually acting within, complete within our, in well, the No, guidelines. not in the first lockdown. The first, no, it was I mean, the, in the second one, In the second one, one where, yeah. where you could be, if you couldn't work from home, yeah. you could travel. And I don't think people took, people don't understand. I, we do have other businesses, but how can I say this? Food Review Club is our full-time job. Even though we've got financial interests and whatever elsewhere, that this is our job. You know, um, that's true, isn't it, Jess? Yeah, it's the main, it's our main income. Yeah. So we, as per government government guidelines, we were allowed to travel to do our job, which is food reviewing. And, and it might seem a bit crazy, you guys. Oh, it's not important, or people thought it's, you're not emergency or or whatever. But that's not what the government guidelines were. Yeah, they, they were almost like playing on us, saying like, "Oh, it's not right." And even though we were within the law, yeah. Oh, but really, is it right? And you're just like, well, just because it's of enter entertaining, we still have the right yeah. to, you know. Yeah, it's whatever. Just, it's it an important to us, isn't it? Because yeah, that's a, what puts our food on the table. And... Anyway, it was a tough time for everyone in the country, and I think we did take a bit of heat from that. But um, yeah, we had the police come around our house a few times, didn't we? Yeah, someone kept reporting us <laughs> for um, for travelling, and every time they came over, we just had to be like, yeah, well, they, they just said they, they ended up saying sorry. You know, <clears> it's, it's... Yeah, we had to check up on it, you know, that kind of thing. What was quite funny though was this was a bit of a. It was a bit of a long drive. We should, maybe we shouldn't have gone quite so far. But we, the police picked us up in Exeter, which is about 250 miles from our house. And um, the... I don't know if I should be telling the story or not, but whatever. The police uh, picked us up from the motorway. police picked us up from the motorway, followed us all the way into Exeter, pulled us over. And he said, basically, that we've been picked up on the... AMPR. The, the AMPR camera that it, they've identified us as a Cambridge vehicle. The guy telling me this, so our cars were opposite, so my driver's seat was next to his driver's seat and he just wound his window down and wanted to know. He kind of cornered us into a sort of a back street. Um, and as he was sort of sternly telling me this, um, I caught a glimpse over his shoulder of the, his officer sitting next to him. He was just like nodding and smiling at me, <laughs> like kind of like winking and doing like little like this to me. And he, he knew, he knew. Uh, and I said, uh, he said, why are you here? And I was, like, by this point, I'd noticed, and I said, I'm a food reviewer. And uh, his colleague was like, yeah, he is, yeah. He's a big fan. <laughs> and uh, it ended up, he's like, all right, fair enough. And I showed him the reason why we were there and we, why, why it actually had to be in Exeter, because we had a sponsor that was from Exeter, which needed to happen. So we couldn't do it from home. And uh, they gave us a police escort, didn't they, to the restaurant? <laughs> Slim Chickens. And I ended up having a selfie with the... Uh, Officer in front of their police car. Maybe we could put it on the screen, Callum. Uh, now, um, and the officer that was t told me off at the beginning actually took the photo, and they were they were, they were awesome. But the, you know, if they they have they were, their job was to stop people, and if you know, I showed them the relevant stuff, and it was adequate. So it's just kind of. I don't anyway. know how people thought. Like, there was literally no one on the roads, were there? Do you know, like, how it was like deathly quiet? I think it was probably one of the safest times to actually travel. Yeah, but we, we were in our own little bubble, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, we were like, there was no one else in any other household. We, most of the places were like collection. You didn't even go in anywhere. We did it all outside. 
It was just the fact it's that we probably had to safer travel. than normal, wasn't it? Going yeah. into places, it was very. I people know. actually, some of the takeaways actually. Let's talk about that quickly. Oh, we were on 110 minutes, one hour and 10 minutes. Sorry. Um, a lot of UK takeaways, pubs and things. That their resilience and adaptation to the situation they found themselves in was, I thought, was remarkable. Mm. So many businesses adapted their models, like pubs, then started doing things and. Butchers were doing delivery services, and I just thought it was incredible to see how um, entrepreneurial the British people are when their backs are up against the wall. I found it absolutely fantastic, and we experienced that um, probably better than everyone. Like we, we were going all around all different places, all different types of venues and restaurants that had changed their their hours and were keeping people in jobs. They were mm. keeping their little economies going in their in their um, towns. And do you know what? From what I've heard, they um, a lot of them made a killing and they did really well and God bless them because there's many there was, there was months and months and months where they weren't allowed to operate and all different sort of stuff so um, I yeah. absolutely love that type of thing pubs especially didn't they they really suffered more I think actually takeaways probably out of all the businesses probably did the best didn't they probably yeah because they were actually able to stay open I know there was a point where places like McDonald's and places like that shut and they were just like no we need to take this lockdown seriously but then when they started opening up again that's all people could do all you could do was go and get a nice dinner like you were sat in your four walls like yeah and also as well like what we said before where people were really thankful that we were still doing videos and it was something different people could do in their house yeah because there wasn't a lot of anything you know eastenders stopped didn't it? like everything stopped when eastenders stops you know you've got a fucking problem <laughs> yeah. you know so <laughs> Just like maybe even like a bit of normality for people. If Max Branning can't get to work, who's <laughs> Max Branning? They know. They know. <laughs> Alfie, it... Alfie Moon and Phil Mitchell, you know, they can't get the parts. Oh, they god. can't get the beers. Oh god, oh god. But I think it was. Um, yeah, we were a bit tentative, weren't we? We were like, oh, uh, should absolutely. We, should we? Should we not? People but... thought we'd be in like brash and brazen with it. it. Wasn't like that at all. We just. Yeah. We'd exhausted the home reviews, and it was time to get out there and eat some, and actually kickstart yeah. our economy and food and, and doing what we do best, because I think it actually brought a lot of love and joy to people, and we were trying to be as, well, we were being as uh, safe for us and everyone else as possible. We, you know, we, I don't, yeah, I don't know how we could have, I don't know how we could have done it any better, listen, to be fair. nothing would have got past Jess. What? You were like anti everything, so if we or we had to do everything the right way, you wouldn't let That's me. Not anti. No, you wouldn't have let me do anything. Oh no, you wouldn't no. let me do anything that was, uh, you know, against guidelines, for example. No, no, we made sure we stuck within guidelines, and we would never want to do anything illegal, you know. Yeah. God. But I've got. Um... You hear that reaction? Like this, this, that is Jess. You, <laughs> she's straight down the line. See if there's any other questions. There's nothing there is, my love. Another question a lot of people ask us is how much money do we spend on our takeaways? Right, let me have a look quickly. And you can talk to this. You, you can say, can't you? I can, yeah. So we aim to do... I think we filmed a video of this when we went to Birmingham and it was like the cheapest day we've ever had. <laughs> I think it came to something like 30 quid, but most of the time, wherever we go anywhere, our orders... If we say we do four to five reviews a day... Our orders, because we want to get a bit of everything to showcase the takeaway, range between probably 
15 to 30 pounds. Like if you think we go to London and go to a burger restaurant or something like that, get a couple of sides, it soon racks up. So you're thinking maybe, say on average, maybe 20 pound per review. We do five in a day. I'd say that's about right, 20 pound. Yeah, on average. Some are like three pound, like that car park chicken was three pound 15. You know, that's a whole video. But then sometimes like that lobster was like 100 quid. So just a, depends really, but that also, we do get takeaways out of the reviews as well, unfortunately. I don't <laughs> know how we can, but we do a bit. So we don't really go food shopping because we don't really need to. But yeah, so I reckon probably about £200 a week. Also, can I say this as well? We've got to the stage now where people recognise us sometimes. And I know everyone thinks for the past, past 10 years we've been taking freebies off people. We're now at the stage where I'd rather pay. I did this, we had this the other day, didn't we? I would rather pay and not feel like I have to give you a lenient score, for example. Um, I'd rather pay my £20 and be brutally honest and not feel like that. I, I don't, we don't need to accept bribes or money for scores or, you know, we've never taken a pound, a single pound for any scores, let alone starting now, which I know the bigger we get, the more people think we're bribed and tipped off and whatever else is just not the case. I'd, I always try and pay now because I think it's fair and it's just, it's just a nice way to do business. You know, we, I'll pay for your, I'll pay for your services and it allows us to, to give you an honest answer or feedback. We, you know, we make our money from sponsors and ads. We don't need to do that. And it's, I think that's nice, Jess. I think the bigger we get, the more that'll be yeah. so, so important. Yeah, definitely. And um, I mean, we have been gifted food before, of course. You know, sometimes... They'll be like, no, they're, like, they're quite adamant, aren't they? They don't want us to pay. They'll refute, like, yeah. Yeah, so, and there's not a lot we can do. You don't want to offend anyone. So, sometimes, you know, that does happen. And, you know, it's a nice little win sometimes, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Because it does rack up throughout the, throughout the month, you know. A lot of people get one takeaway a week. We get 17, so... <laughs> and, um, it, does, it does help, but... No, we don't never go anywhere not thinking like, oh, let's. We never go in and be like, oh, we're a. Uh, like we hear some horror stories about some food reviewers that go in and be like, oh, I want, I want to come to your restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we get we well, get sent them. We get sent screenshots, don't we, from other restaurants saying, oh, I wish people were more like you guys. Just like, or people that wouldn't put a review out because they hadn't paid them and all sorts of things some of these like that. Foodie blogger wankers of say, hey, I've got thirty-seven followers. Mind if you. Can you gift me a pizza, for example, and it's like yeah, and I'll put it on my grid or something like that. I mean, I know that's how they that's how they get by or whatever, but we try to be as um, open as possible, don't we? And just just try and pay for the food. Okay, so I think that's kind of been like the the backstory, Jess, of a nice way to talk about episode one. You featured, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't know if I will again. I think maybe. you should. I'd maybe, like you to. Maybe. I think this has been fun though been nice to talk about things i know yeah. we have like touched on a few of these in a couple of videos but it's quite nice to just sit down and go through everything it might not have been as exciting as if you were to get a famous person it's been nice it's, it's been it's been a pleasure my love um you've been a key part to this page you know you have and i think everyone else watching this now has so nice to have you on here talking and i think we for a split second now got the got a glimpse of of um the real Jess ranting about that man stealing her <laughs> crab legs. I think that the real go, Jess. I think that could Honestly. even go. That could even go down in FRC history. You know, that's. I'll, I could say now that's obviously going to make a 
social media clip. That's going straight on the fucking grid. I don't grid. want Dave to see it. Dave's going to see it. I don't want him to see it. I don't want you guys it. to tag Dave from THC Radio. <laughs> no. It's a bit when she went, the, the lobster? <laughs> it's my lobster. Oh. Yeah, Dave can fuck himself, Jess. If he, you know. <laughs> you do love, I think that, because we have to waste, we waste a lot of food, you do love giving it away. And sometimes, you know, when I'm, in, I'm watching, I think, oh, yeah, I'd really like to try that. And then, like, you get some grubby man putting their hands in it, and you think, oh, no. Whoa, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did mean Dave with his grubby hands. Oh, no, mm. I mean, like, anyone, you always ask people, like, if someone comes in, they're like, come on, try it, try it. Yeah. You know, you don't know who they are. You don't know where they've been. All these grubby men. I didn't mean that about um, about Dave. I just meant like Joe Public. Like sometimes you just you saying the grubby public. Well, yeah. Like I don't know where they. <laughs> I don't know if the hands are clean. You don't know. You just literally met them on I camera. Am, I am bad for that. I I'm only, I just. Which is nice because yeah, the food would go to waste. So yeah, if we can share it with someone, that's fine. I ate a, I ate but a sometimes. Chip. Do you remember <laughs> oh, yeah. a chip? I ate a chip once that a dog had eaten <laughs> on camera. <laughs> You've uh, also swallowed raw chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This chip, though, was, it was great because I, <laughs> I was feeding the dog. I think his name was like Little Eric or something, Little Jack Russell. And uh, he, like, he like snibbled the end of this chip off. <laughs> and then I like, he didn't really want it, but he definitely, he got tongue on. And uh, I went to him back up and we started talking and everything. And it was just like, I forgot that the dog had eaten the chip. And I just started eating, I ate the chip. <laughs> it was like disgusting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the raw chicken that raw chicken was so funny so Matt was literally like oh um he goes oh my god it's raw and he had it in his mouth like he'd just taken the bite and then two seconds later he's like why have I swallowed it yeah <laughs> and I just I, thought the fastest way to get rid of it was to swallow but I forgot that it was actually it was actually what I was doing there was to swallow it inside my body uh, um, so yeah. funny I will say I know we were just about to finish but I would like to talk about something that we do, you love a hot challenge, don't you? Like yep. a spicy challenge. Oh and I don't think people, viewers, understand the pain this man has put himself through for the sake of a video. So there was one we did with the... Death Nuts. <laughs> the Death Nuts, which was a horrendous challenge. And in his infinite wisdom, Matt decided to drink like eight pints of milk afterwards <laughs> just to soothe himself. And I swear to God... The noises coming out of that toilet, it all came back up, didn't it? And then you had the audacity to ask me to clean the bathroom, and I flat out refused. Uh, it basically came up in like cheese. <laughs> it was. It was. Just... Oh my god! I was ill for a few days after that, wasn't I? You were. That really did. Uh, the, uh, the worst one was the the one chip challenge. That was. Oh, you think that was worse? Yeah, yeah, it was worse. I wasn't right for days after that. I don't think I had the violent sicking from it, but it definitely affected my... Feng Shui. My Feng Shui. I'm big on energy, big on vibes, big on vibrations, and uh, I was operating at a low frequency for three or four days after that. That was bad. That like, affected my... Person. Mm. Your being. Yes. Mm. Well, I don't, I'm not a fan of the, the super hot stuff, so it's like for me to do that is a big deal. Mm. You know, like the... I did enjoy that the, video though. The smelly fish, for example, that was. Oh. I'm a big sicker. Like, um, that activated my gag reflex pretty quick, and that's just a. And that's the worst sicker as well. Yeah. You know, like, I think I'm a really good sicker. 
um, you know, just like, mm -hmm. you can have good and bad stickers, Callum. Mine's a real fight. <laughs> mine, getting mine out is a, is a real tug of war, you know? I think anyone listening will know if they're a good or a bad sticker. You know, no. Matt, Matt, the whole neighbourhood knew <laughs> that was coming out. On that note... <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, he won't of, cut this show. We'll tie, we'll tie this episode off nicely. We're at an hour and 20 minutes. It's a nice introduction to our podcast. I don't think it's always going to be like this, but maybe it should be. I don't know. We're just going to sit down and talk. Um, hopefully, we'll get some snippets, from gold, some snippets of gold out of it. And we might even have some, some cracking guests along the way. Once again, a massive shout out to uh, my beautiful wife, Queen of FRC, Jess. Thank have you. A, Thank you. Press the, um, this, this one. That's it. <laughs> I know, it's laughing. So. Shit. Wrong button. We'll work on that for next week. Um, <laughs> and thank you. Know it is. No, that's music. Sorry. That's the one. Well, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Do it again. <clears throat> Big shout out to Jess for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Matt. Yes. Oh, boo. <laughs> now, and, a, and a huge thank you to Parker Rose Interiors for putting up with us during this podcast. We've had to cut it a few times because Simon's walking around clanging and banging. You know, we're not trying to film something that requires a bit of audio sensitivity. But huge shout out to Parker Rose. As you can see, we're sat in a beautiful yeah. kitchen showroom. Perfect sort of angle for us. A lot of mutual ground. No, I'm not being paid to say that. I'm just happy to chuff in beer. Go and check them out. I want to put a tag their page. Go and have a look at their sort of their installs because Rory and the design team are, you know, too, aren't they? they are, they are cracking. Some of the stuff you guys can do, um, some of the stuff they do with kitchens these days is, is breathtaking. Any foodies out there that want to bring an element of class into, the, into their own home, go and check them out. But for from you and me, it's episode one done. Should we try and do this every week? I've heard a good time to upload a podcast is on a Monday morning. So if you, excuse me, if this goes out on a Monday morning, something for you to listen to on the way to work, set you up for the week. Um, yeah. Listening to on the way to on the way to work maybe and whatever. Let's have a second word for anyone still listening. <laughs> Polar bear. <laughs> if you're still listening now, right in the guts, right in the dark part yeah. of the podcast put the word polar bear in there and I'll um, <laughs> you'll get a reply out of us or something like that so <laughs> yeah. hey guys if you're watching on YouTube and want to see more of this content please hit the subscribe button and make sure you turn on the notification bell because you're not going to miss a single video when we upload it because we've got lots of cool stuff coming we've got Calum on the camera for some behind the scenes documentary style gorilla vlogs podcasts now also the reviews we've got multiple uh, avenues of content going out we're really going for a big push mm. so we're, we're um we've got five people to hunt down in the uk pardon content creators above us oh yeah god help us i don't even think half of them are uk based are they or or god help them one of the one of the two <laughs> yeah look we're, we're gonna give it a go we're a small team we're ambitious we love what we do we're passionate about food and it, more importantly we love making chuffing content about it so um from me to you guys, thanks for watching. I've been Matt. That's been Jess. Thank you. Hello. Goodbye. Did you say hello? <laughs> um, thanks for watching, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>